happy one year anniversary to the Create Your Fate podcast. To celebrate, I am rebroadcasting one of the very first episodes that I ever recorded that is my absolute favorite. So I hope that you enjoy this oldie but goodie. On today's episode, I share what I've learned about living a life that makes you feel alive and absolutely thriving. Halloween is here, y'all, but we are not getting caught up in a zombie apocalypse. No. Today, I'll share the telltale signs that you might be a zombie, coasting through life unfulfilled. We'll review why you maybe walked around feeling dead inside, asleep in your own life, and we'll figure out what you can do so you can start living a life that you're excited about, one that you know is just out there waiting for you. What's the number one rule of a zombie apocalypse? You don't have to run fast, just faster than somebody else. Y'all, Halloween is next week. It is my favorite holiday. The costumes, the parties, the vibe in the air, the weather changes. That's like if you don't live in Texas because it's still 85 degrees outside. But anyway, in the spirit of Halloween, today we're going to be talking about zombies and not just talking about zombies. We're going to discover that you actually might be a zombie. Have you ever thought about that? So to discover if you are one, we first have to figure out what one is. So what is a zombie? One source describes a zombie as an automaton, which is a person who acts in a monotonous, routine manner that doesn't require active intelligence. An automaton is something capable of acting automatically or without an external motive force. Another describes a zombie as a mythological, undead, corporeal revenant. So basically, qualities of a zombie, monotonous, routine life, Capable of movement without active thought or intention behind it. Unmotivated and undead. It's the undead part for me (laughs) that resonates. Have you ever simply just felt undead in your life? Not thriving, not lit up and excited to live about your day, not alive in your dreams and passions. Just simply undead. How many of us are walking around undead? I know I've been there. I have lived that undead life. I stayed unsatisfied in jobs for years, complacent, helping other people build something because I didn't have a clear vision of what I wanted for myself. I stayed married long after I knew it wasn't right for me because I didn't want to upset the dream of staying in that picture-perfect, happy marriage. I've kept toxic relationships with people because it was easier to just ignore the drama than it was to confront it. Walking around feeling undead is emotionally and mentally exhausting. And for years, I walked around with a wounded soul that I would try and patch with temporary band-aids, but my heart was bleeding for something more, but I just couldn't see a different path. So I just kept walking aimlessly down the road I was already on. I was undead. A zombie. Have you ever felt like a zombie? Like, you're actually sleeping when you walk around in your life. Don't really care where you're going. Can't really remember how long you've been walking. Don't really see an end to the road, but it doesn't really matter because you don't really have any other options that you see. Do you ever feel exhausted by the end of the day, but don't really know why? It's because feeling simply undead drains you. It's ironic, isn't it? But wouldn't it be nice just to feel undead? You know, don't you think there's something more out there for you? 
Do you ever wonder what it would be like to feel alive every single day, living a life that's filled with you pursuing your dreams and living your passion daily? If so, are you interested on how to get it? Because you'll reach a point where being undead is not going to be good enough for you. Might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but I promise you, you will reach that point. I spent years, years of my life unhappy, unfulfilled, living somebody else's life because I didn't think living my best life was achievable. It was an untrue story that I told myself. It was honestly, it was a myth due to fear. And thankfully, uh, I woke up from, you know, sleepwalking. And now I get to live my purpose every single day. If if you're new to the podcast, um, I am a life coach. I root my foundations of coaching into the Enneagram, which is a personality test, which changed my life. I get to be a soul cycle instructor for fun. And I get to live my absolute best life ever. And throughout this whole podcast, I'm going to be teaching you how to do the same thing. So back to zombies. How do you know you're a zombie? I'm going to point out six ways that you actually might be a zombie. So uh, just take a little mental note, see if any of these resonate with you. Reason number one, you might be a zombie. You're really busy all the time, but don't really have much to show for it. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, where did the month go? Followed by a realization that nothing you set out to do or change was actually accomplished. Where like, this is a good one. The I'll start it eventually, you know, whatever it is, I'll, I'll do it eventually. But you get sucked in into your day in, day out routine and you never start zombie. Number two, you're not really sure why you do or believe in certain things. Have you ever thought about this? And this is a big one for me personally. I know many of us grow up with this instilled belief system that dominates our decisions and our actions. And these belief systems, they can stem from a religious upbringing, outdated societal standards, or even simply from the way we were raised within our families. And we just believe these things because that's how we've been programmed, essentially. And until you can honestly back up your beliefs with a thought of, yes, this feels right for me, zombie. Number three, and I know this is going to be a big one for a lot of y'all. It's a big one for me. You can't remember the last time you said no. Oh, if your heartstrings are, are pulled on that one, listen up. Honestly, because when was the last time you said no to somebody or at least paused long enough and thought out the entire scenario before just automatically, there's that word again, before you just automatically say yes and then you scramble around trying to figure it out later, you know, and you end up inconveniencing yourself later trying to figure it out because you previously committed to too many things because you cannot say no. And struggling to tell people no means that you're not saying yes to yourself sometimes and that you're just living from a yes to another yes from other people. Zombie. Reason number four, you can't remember the last time you checked in with yourself. And maybe you've never done that, but how are you doing? What do you need? No, it's not selfish and you shouldn't feel guilty about it. And yes, you do have the time to pause your life for five minutes every single day and ask yourself, how am I doing right now? Say that out loud. I have the time to check in with myself. 
check in and say, what do I need that wasn't planned in advance when I mapped out this day four days ago? Sticking to the plan, no matter what, because it's already been written, and it's because what you should do, that's a zombie. Ooh, this is a good one. And I hear it probably almost every single day. You count down your days until Friday. Or count down till X. What is X? Your weekend or whatever. Uh, Whatever you're not looking forward to doing, just getting through it. This, in my opinion, is the absolute worst one. I hate when people count down the days until Friday or until the next month or until the next holiday or whatever it is, but you're literally counting down the days, excited to waste or burn through or miss out on the time that's been given to you and not taking advantage of any moment that you can use towards something purposeful, productive, passionate, zombie. And the last reason, last little explanation as to why you might be a zombie is you dream of another life, but you just can't seem to make any moves towards it. You know it's there. It's been there for a long time. You know it. I'll do it tomorrow, though. This kind of thing doesn't happen for people like me. It's a nice thought, but it will never become a reality. Knowing your absolute best life is out there and even being able to see just a glimpse of it and still not being able to take one step towards it. Zombie. So whether you're a full-on zombie, half zombie, or if even one of these things hits a string inside of your soul, you don't have to keep feeling undead, coasting through life, complacent or fearful of any other way. So I mentioned that I'm a life coach and I use the Enneagram personality typing system as a foundation for my coaching. And one thing I love, 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 love about the Enneagram is that it's rooted in growth and awareness. And you're never going to have growth without awareness. So before we try to grow out of this undead life, let's just pause for a moment and think, how did I end up here? You know, we'll call it a check-in. Am I okay living this undead life? And if I am, why am I okay with that? And this is going to be different for everyone, just from what I've seen from my clients and my own experiences. But there's a few common themes that keep popping up and and maybe one of these relates to you. But first reason of why you might be okay living this undead life. You don't trust yourself enough to create a life for yourself. It's safer to live a life that somebody else designed. This is a big one. You don't think you're worthy of living the life you desire. The life that you have is just fine the way it is. Reason number three, you're scared to take a chance on yourself. What if it doesn't work out? (laughs) Or here's a scarier thought. What if it does? Scares you right into place. Zombie, won't move. Here's the last reason that seems to be a common thread. You feel like you have to know all of the answers before you can make a move. And again, this goes back to trust, but I want you to just kind of hear me out here, hear me out, hear me out, and just wrap your mind around this. The person 
who is embarking on this journey to your absolute best life ever, that person in that picture, in your vision, in your future, that person is not present you. That person in your vision is actually future you. And that person, future you, what do you think that future you looks like? That person is probably more equipped, more prepared. They probably feel a lot more ready to be in that vision that you see for yourself. But we project our present selves into the future visions. And that's unfair. And that's why it doesn't work. So just catch yourself, you know. Are you doing that? Are you so caught up on your present version of yourself? Are you projecting that into the future? Or do you think that you might grow a little bit? You might change. You might evolve a little. And, you know, the list goes on and on. But those are just some common themes that I see. And I like to call these the undead thoughts. And what happens is with these undead thoughts, these undead thoughts, more undead thoughts, more undead thoughts, they build and build and build and build. And before you know it, you're experiencing an internal zombie apocalypse. I mean, what is a zombie apocalypse, really? It's that point in your life where you look back and you wish you would have done things differently. So how do you do it? How do you avoid a zombie apocalypse? I've got three simple ways, and they're a lot easier than you think. So listen up. First way you can avoid a zombie apocalypse Spend more time doing what feels right and what you need. It's not selfish. Say it out loud. It is not selfish. Spend more time doing what feels right. You got to know what feels right to me. So you really have to ask yourself, if you're going to do it, you have to ask, what feels right to me? Not what you were taught. Not what you were taught to believe. Not what you think you should feel is right. Not what society tells you is right for you. What do you feel is right for you? What do you need? Ask yourself these questions. And then the next big step is to trust yourself and schedule a check-in with yourself. And this this is a challenge for you. This is your homework. Check in with yourself weekly. Put time on your calendar or whatever system you do to keep track of your daily living, whiteboard, whatever. Block out 15 minutes on your calendar on the same day every single week. And I want you to write down, you know, three or four questions that are important to you. And they they can be different for everybody, but what do you want, what do you want to, what's the objective of your check-in, right? To figure out what you need. So whatever questions those are, write them down and you ask them to yourself every single week. And these questions can look like, what do I need this upcoming week? What do I need to say no to? What am I proud of that I did last week? And where can I grow this week and who can help me? Because we're not in this by ourselves. A lot of times we think we are, but we're not. I promise you, whatever you're trying to do, there are people out there who who are more than willing to help you. And they would be so happy if you ask them. So just ask them. And you make these small changes first. Make the small ones first, little tiny things. And then you can move on to the bigger ones. Small changes can look like saying no when you really need to. It can be signing up for a new hobby that you've been wanting to try. It can be considering different ideas of what you're used to thinking. And yes, this is hard. It's going to take time. And, you know, if you're thinking about it, we're unprogramming ourselves. And however long you've been programmed that way, it's not going to be, you know, magically fixed, we'll call it, after a week or two of checking in with yourself. You know, it's like, no, this takes time. And 
this is something I spend a lot of time on is, whoa, what feels right to me? Like, what do I need? Let me check in with myself. And I still catch myself automatically, there's that word again, automatically saying yes to people and people pleasing and catching myself like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? Um, I don't think I have time for that. And then I run around and try and squeeze it in where I find myself catching myself thinking a thought like, oh yeah, that's, that's bad. That's wrong. And I'm like, whoa, back it up. Where did that come from? I actually don't think what you're doing is wrong and I'm not in a place to judge you, but you know, it's something that you have to unprogram yourself, you know? And I, I think that rings true for a lot of people. And whatever old programmed thought you're trying to overcome or change your way of thinking, don't get mad at yourself, right? Because it is a process. What you do is you forgive the thought and you choose again. You move forward with the new thought, the one that feels right for you. And the second way you can avoid a zombie apocalypse is simply surround yourself with good people. And I know it sounds easy, but when it actually resonates in real life, it's going to require some action, right? Because so much of our time, our thoughts, our energy can be so easily wasted on emotional drama with short-sighted people. If I were to ask you this, who is one person that you no longer need in your life? I guarantee you just thought of somebody. Think about it. How much time do you spend listening to other people complain? And I'm not saying you can't show up and be a friend, but those repeated complaints with no solutions, right? Someone is just stuck and they're just trying to drag you down. How often do you find yourself complaining to people? Do you surround yourself with people who are just going to listen to you complain like, yeah, yeah, you know, screw him or whatever, you know? You got to ditch that emotional drama and the negative thoughts. You got to find forward thinkers. Forward thinkers won't let you complain. They will help you seek out a solution. And if you want to envision that big picture, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people who are doing the same things that you want to do. These people will not let you drown in a problem. Rather, they will help you find answers. These people will build you up, support your dreams, even if they can't exactly relate to them 100%. And they're going to give you honest and constructive feedback on what they know to be important to you. I mean, think about it. Zombies only hang out with other zombies. Everybody else runs from them. And the third way that you can avoid your own internal zombie apocalypse is practice being present. And this is honestly probably the most important of all three things you can do. It takes consistency to really feel present in your own life. And what can you do? How, how do I become present, Meg? I don't know what to do. Well, you can spend time meditating uh, or this is what I do. Purposeful silence every single morning. Um, and granted, I live alone, so it's a lot easier for me. My dog, he wakes up after I do. But um, purposeful silence, that means like not checking your phone, not, you know, checking your email three times before you even brush your teeth or get out of bed, not thinking about everything you got to do that day. Just spend time with yourself. And if meditation is hard for you, there's a lot of apps out there that can help you. Guided meditations, they're super helpful. I, I remember when I started meditating, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. But the second I got onto guided meditations, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do this. And even if meditating is weird to you, then just focus on your breath, you know, breathe in, inhale, start your day with that connecting to your breath. That's the easiest way to bring yourself back to that present moment and just really see how you feel. How do I feel about in this moment right now? And ask yourself, why do I feel that way? You know, and use your senses, look around, notice something in the room that you've never noticed before right now. 
look around unless you're driving. (laughs) What is something that you never noticed before? Boom. That's going to immediately bring you back to being present. What does the air smell like? Listen closely to, you know, all of the sounds, all the little ones. If you really take time to look, what sounds normally get drowned out by the thoughts in our own heads? And this is an important one, too, to stay present. Eliminate time suckers. Time suckers can look like endlessly watching TV shows, scrolling through social media, doing the exact same thing every single day, worrying about the future, or dwelling on the past. You got to live in this moment because you are not going to get it back. So what if we changed it? What if we changed this whole thing? What is the number one rule of a zombie apocalypse? You don't have to run fast, but in order to avoid one, you just got to run towards the life that you know is waiting for you. And you got to truly trust that everything is going to work out for your highest good. I believe you can create your life and I believe you can create your fate. To connect with more thoughts and inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your And if you loved this episode, please, please, please subscribe. Write me a review. That would be so, so very helpful. And that's all I have for you today. But if I could leave you with one thing, it's this. Expect good things and they will happen. Thanks for joining me today and I'll talk to you all soon.